Hello, welcome to another episode of the Courtside Podcast, an NBA podcast. This episode is brought to you by YouTube channels Highway Temptation and Captain Barbo, who make content on YouTube weekly. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. Welcome back for another episode on the pod, and I know I missed out on Friday's episode. I was a little bit busy on that one, so I really couldn't get in front of a computer or anything. However, we have a lot of things going on in the NBA. DeAndre Aiden returning back to Phoenix. Still a lot of free agents available, even despite, I mean, a lot of the teams are still looking to pick up guys. And speaking of picking up guys, the Summer League ended. We're going to go into the Summer League Finals and as well what we saw from the Summer League. Plus... I mean, we might even have an MVP worthy for a rookie of the year out of the summer league as well. But let's go straight into the DeAndre Aiden news that was given to us last week. DeAndre Aiden, who was actually given a $133 million offer sheet with the Indiana Pacers for four years. The Suns, with 48 hours needed to match it, they matched it right away. And I mean right away. So they got the big man finally returning back with that exact same contract as mentioned before, a four-year, 133 million million dollar contract and of course Aiden was only a pacer for four hours but this definitely means that Kevin Durant will most likely not make his way over to Phoenix knowing that Aiden will not be given off to and then Devin Booker has the extension I mean unless they want to do something with Chris Paul Mikhail Bridges I highly doubt Kevin Durant will be making his way over there I mean not even that I I, I really doubt that anything else come out come out from Phoenix I mean they have a solid team. They went to the finals two years ago. Last season, you know, game seven against Luka Magic. Didn't really do much in that one. Got blown out in their old building. But hey, at the same time, they've still been making a lot of playoff appearances. And, you know, best record last season. Coach of the year in Monty Williams. They still have a high rise of potential. And there's no doubt about that with the young cast that they have. Besides, of course, Chris Paul, which is probably one of the most oldest players out there in the Western Conference. But still... Phoenix Suns right now bringing back Aiden definitely at least puts a championship roster back together because Aiden was a huge piece in their 2021 run. But speaking of Aiden, free agents that we have currently right now in the NBA, I kind of listed them down. I mean, majority of them are old heads, right? Guys who have 12 plus years in the league, you know, seasoned veterans. But LaMarcus Aldridge, DeMarcus Cousins, Carmelo Anthony, and Trevor Ariza. Now, the thing that's really interesting about this, Ariza was actually waived by the Los Angeles Lakers. Melo hasn't been picked up by the Lakers yet. And Aldridge, I mean, he had heart surgery. He actually retired and then came back with Brooklyn to go for a ring. And that, unfortunately, wasn't successful. But in reality, it's like, Aldridge still wants to play. I'm pretty sure he wants to play for contender because I don't imagine him going to Orlando or in one of these other teams. Cousins definitely is going to be on a contender. Don't know if we're going to see him again in a Milwaukee jersey. I would love to see him going to Boston because they had a great one with Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, and Brad Stevens even mentioned about bringing in a big. And I was thinking about it. DeMarcus Cousins or LaMarcus Aldridge just might be on their way to Beantown, to Boston, because they are looking for another big. They're looking for a contender of those two bigs. And Aldridge going back to Brooklyn, highly doubt it. I mean, the, the, the front office itself is just in shambles after all this KD Kyrie stuff. And the worst part about it, KD Kyrie might not even be traded at all the beginning of next season. So you might even see something that's mid-season or there's going to be a toxic relationship between the players as well as the front office. And that's just something that you don't want to be in, especially if you're in your deep 30s playing in the NBA. 
on your remaining years. So LaMarcus Aldridge is probably not going to go back to Brooklyn. Could venture out west. I could see him possibly in Denver with uh, Jokic. I can possibly see him joining LeBron James. And, and again, a healthy Anthony Davis will probably change everything with that Los Angeles uh, organization. But, you know, I mean, Aldridge has a lot of more options. More options than Cousins. Yeah, I think Cousins just has a couple of options that are going to be resolved in the East. But then again, who knows? They're definitely looking for contenders. Trevor Ariza was waived, that I mentioned before. I don't know if he's even going to get picked up. I still believe he's one of the better free agents that are available right now. I really have high hopes for him. He's almost like an Andre Iguodala build in the sense of, you know, he's old. But at the same time, put him on the finals roster, he'll produce. I mean, he's still going to be running back and forth, giving you the best he can. He still has a good shooting, jump shot, corner three specialist, obviously. I mean, you put him on Los Angeles again. I mean, they obviously don't want to do that just because they're bringing in more young guys than a uh, than a taller school. But, I mean, Ariza can definitely ball. I don't think there's a doubt in my mind about that. And Carmelo Anthony was with the Los Angeles Lakers. Hasn't been re-signed yet. Most likely won't be re-signed yet. He could be going to Miami. That's a real possibility. With the loss of P.J. Tucker over there in South Beach, Carmelo Anthony, right now, at the age of 38, is looking to be on a contending team. And a lot of the teams out there, I mean, they already got their pieces mixed in. I mean, of course, as I mentioned before, Boston's looking for a big. They can easily get it over the offseason and just go through the summer league that they had and the draft. But then again, who knows? Milwaukee, don't really think they need to add on any more pieces. I mean, yes, sure, you know, Ibaka. You might have to replace that, but I mean, they're they're going to be fine either way. Look out west, Golden State. I mean, they got Wiseman coming back, right? Aiden's back on the Suns, as mentioned before. Jokic, MVP, already there. There's not a lot of room for a forward in a lot of these contending teams. Only Miami, just because P.J. Tucker has left for Philadelphia. With P.J.'s absence, that would mean that Bam and Obayo, Dwayne Dedman, and as funny as this sounds, <laughs> probably Udonis Haslam, or I don't even know who else they can think of. I mean, they just uh, signed this kid Orlando uh, Robinson from the Summer League roster. But Miami is looking for forwards. They're looking for guys who can play the four. Coming off the bench, obviously. And Carmelo Anthony fits that roster spot. Plays on the wings. Give you down low offensive possessions. Defensively, you can say... You know, he's going to be a liability. And ever since his time in Denver, he's never really had a good shot selection. But let me tell you, this is exactly what I think Heat culture needs. And the Mellow fans will eat this up. Because Carmelo Anthony, the only two other places I can imagine him going to would be Miami and New York if he didn't re-sign back with the Lakers. So those are right now are, you know, probably the top free agents I'm thinking of right now. On the top of my head, that can possibly go to contenders, can possibly make a difference in this free agency. But a lot of the free agents right now, I mean, role guys, bench guys, maybe even making a G League spot. Those four, Cousins, Aldridge, Anthony, and Ariza, definitely some people to look after. And now we go into, and you know, this is going to be a more or less of a shorter podcast, but the Summer League. The Portland Trailblazers actually won it all with a 4-1 record as they ended up winning against the New York Knicks, 85-77 in Vegas. The leading score guard, Brandon Williams, 22 points. Efficient as it was, 55.6% from the field. 
he does have a chance in Portland, maybe even on a... I mean, he has a better chance actually going on a different roster spot or just being a part of the G League. I don't really know about Brandon's potential. I, I, it's nothing crazy. I mean, he had a great game in the final. And he's, you know, believe it or not, he actually got a ring. If you haven't heard, the Summer League gives out rings now for their champions. They give out rings. Uh, they give out, a, you know, a fine Summer League Finals MVP. They're doing way too much. I like it. Don't get me wrong. I think it's nice. But how much people really care about the Summer League like that? A ring for the Summer League? Who's going to go around town and say, oh, yeah, I won this in, in, a, in a 10-day tournament in Vegas? NBA Summer League, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know the you know the league that's in the summer since 04 that's been going on for the NBA? I, I mean, how many people are really going to show that around as players? And that probably even you know relates to the conversation of an in-season tournament, which I still think is kind of irrelevant, you know, to kind of like the bigger picture, like the goal of winning the finals, winning it all. But good for them. Great props for Portland for making it out. But we all know that the NBA Summer League is to look for the best talent and exactly seeing how they look like in an NBA pace type of game against probably some of the best players out there, veteran season players in the NBA, G League season players in the NBA. And we actually had a, an MVP, most valuable player in the 2022 Summer League, Keegan Murray of the Sacramento Kings. That's right, the kid was averaging 23.3 points per game, 7.3 rebounds a game, 2 assists per game. About one steal a game as well. I mean, he was putting up numbers. And there was a lot of things that you can go back to where, it, man, it was fun to watch him play. I mean, the uh, double overtime loss against the Orlando Magic and the number one pick, Paulo Benagero. But in still incredible fashion, he played and actually brought that team back to overtime. His play in other games, I mean, even against OKC. I mean, he, he had one of the more or less type of scenarios where every single game that he played in the summer league was an entertaining game to watch i think keegan murray he's probably not the best guy out there but he's definitely the best guy for the situation in sacramento him next to sabonis will be really interesting if he makes the starting lineup within this season and i think he will him next to sabonis might be a front court duo in the west that people will miss out on I think this team might make the play-ins. I don't know if they'll make the playoffs. They might be a ninth seed. If they may become an eighth seed, you still have to win it out there. I mean, the eighth seed haven't been really favorable to win anything in the play-ins since it's uh since it started. But again, again, who knows? This guy, Key Murray, is really special. Murray is something else. It's a great shot. He was actually fifty percent from the field overall in shooting and forty percent from three point range. I I mean in four games in Vegas against some of the best competition, the majority of his competition against a top 10 picks in this year's draft, it's impressive. It's impressive. But ending that note off, we also have to look at the other things we saw from this year's Summer League. Because going from Jabari Smith in Houston, because I honestly thought Smith was going to be more or less the number one pick, kind of undisputed. But he ends up going number three. In this year's draft. In the Summer League, we talk about him prior being an offensive juggernaut. 6'10", great frame, shoots well, efficient as it is. He wasn't that much of an offensive guy. His defense was probably the main storyline surrounding him in Houston. Him and Christopher. But, man, let me tell you, Jabari Smith's going to be special. I think he's getting his looks. But I'm more curious of, in NBA play, 
in real lifetime, how is his shots going to go in? Because it's not going in during the summer league. I think he has a lot of work to do before October slides by, and he has to get to it quick. So we saw Jabari Smith. He looks a little bit, you know, 50-50, not on, not on nervous terms, but, I mean, you know, he's going to hit his shots down. Just depends when. Um, Paulo is definitely that guy, the most NBA player out there on the court every single time he's touched the floor. Detroit, they're building something. Ivy, Durant, they're definitely building something. There's no doubt about that. I think the New York Knicks, I mean, they lost in the final, but they look pretty good for their young prospects. Half of New York's roster was on the court, so, you know, who knows exactly how much that even mattered. But we definitely saw a majority of the New York Knicks, you know, progress themselves, and who knows what they're going to do during the regular season. But that's all we can probably see from this year's Summer League. A lot of great games. I'm definitely going to go back and forth. There are some great moments. I mean, the Matt Ryan three-pointer to win it for the Boston Celtics. And he twisted an ankle. And, the, you know, the whole story of him being an Uber driver, I thought was pretty incredible. Uh, from, the, I mean, these insane matchups that we saw. It's going to be a real fun season. I think this draft class, as deep as it was, I mean, it's going to be fun seeing some of these franchises get leaded by top talent i mean jabari smith in houston i'm really curious how that scenario is going to come out orlando magic now having uh caleb houston as well as paulo i mean they could easily get 30 plus wins i don't know how much that looks to be if you're a magic fan but i think it's a huge improvement and there's so much other guys out there i mean i'm really surprised about you know detroit and what they've gotten out this draft and possibly even making the play in coming up in the eastern conference but i'm gonna end the episode here for this Monday, uh, the 18th of July. And tell you one thing right now, if there's any big news coming out out of this NBA free agency, anything at all, best believe we might have an episode sooner than later. But we'll see you guys on the next one.